Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to the Prog Talks. Once again with me, I'm Rune, Uncle Prog, and I have my trusty co-host here, Dario Albrecht, who is uh, joining me for this special end of the year episode, I, I think we're going to call it, right? Uh, yeah, something we, like that. Yeah, where we do a little summary of... Um, all the interviews we've been doing this year, uh, the albums we've been in, enjoying this year, and towards the end, there's going to be a little teaser of what we're looking forward to in 2022, right? Absolutely. The, yeah, the, there's been a whole lot of releases this year. It's been incredible. Um, and, uh, well, for the releases of the week alone, uh, for, for those of you out there who hopefully follow the Prox space, online um we were doing the the releases of the week series on fridays and um yeah the total count of now uh, of of releases that we featured in these lists um is well over 1000 so so it's uh it's been an incredible year for music and um yeah we also already have some confirmed album uh releases for next year of course um, that we're very much looking forward to. But first, uh, it's a little bit time to reminisce and 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 to to um, yeah, look back what we have done this year. Yes, uh, I think so. And 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 of course, also uh, quickly mention, you know, we have this uh, buy us a coffee link where you can support us by buying us a coffee. It's for the Christmas the episode. I uh, felt uh, felt free to get myself. I think a- you're. I think you're good with that for the Christmas episode. I'm still having my cup of tea here. And, you know, any supports, any likes and subscribe. If you like the work we've been doing, we we, we very much appreciate that. So, well, uh, I think we should get into it. Favorite interview moments. Uh, should I go on with my first one? Uh, yeah, start right away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there's been... I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying there's been so many fantastic interviews uh, during the year, which I've really enjoyed so many great musicians. And I'm going to start by talking, by mentioning uh, my first ever interview for the Prog Talks, which was with Paul Sadler from the UK, you know, uh, and more specifically about his solo album that he had just released. Um, of course, we also talked about there we go. <laughs> As the soon to be absorbed, which was, I think it was released in January, right? And uh, doesn't say usually, <laughs> but I think uh, so, yes. But, but it was very early in the year. He released his uh, album, and it's, you know, it's a fantastic album. And um, yeah, uh, also, of course, Paul is also the frontman and, uh, you know, the singer and guitarist of uh, progressive death metal band Spires. And we got a little bit of a, you know, uh, a hint that Spires might be moving again and there might be some more music. So hope, hopefully 2022 will, will show, us, show us a bit about that. So 
Paul Paul Sadler. That's my first mention. What about you, you Dario? Yeah, just a little, just a little uh, a fact check here on the side. Uh, soon to be absorbed. At least it dropped on Spotify already in December first last year. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah. So that was a 2020 album towards the end of 2020, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, my my first uh, mention would go to Alex Pilkiewicz uh, from Poland, um, and he sent me this lovely, lovely T-shirt, um, and uh, it was just such a fun talk uh, with this guy and uh, the the stories that that he told about him, like after the photo shoot for the for the EP, that way lies madness. Um, in the, where he was in the woods with his girlfriend, who is a fantastic photographer, and she kept pushing him with like like it was cold, but she kept like putting paint on him. And then when he went back home, like on the bike, and uh, came out of the woods on his bike, covered in green paint and stuff, he he like scared an old lady. <laughs> that was such a funny story. <laughs> And and also like just him, him telling us a little bit about his upbringing, his musical upbringing, and he, like when he was nine or something, he he just started recording an an album every week on his cassette recorder with his acoustic guitar. And uh, once he realized that albums are meant to be released, he released them on on the torrent sites where he discovered all the other albums back then. Um, yeah, that was just. Uh, great fun to talk to him and um absolutely stellar release also with his new ep that way lies man i agree yeah i agree you played one of his tracks on the latest prog files radio show and i have yes. to say i i really really enjoyed his his music yeah um for my second one i'm gonna say you know one of my idols uh the fantastic Matthias Olsson from uh, mostly known from Englagoid, of course, but the man has, you know, so many uh, irons in the fire, I guess we're going <laughs> to say, yeah, it's, it's very hard to keep track of everything he's doing. Um, during the interview, of course, we talked a lot about the recently released Cathedral album that he did with Tom Doncourt of the 70s prog band Cathedral, which was sort of made even more uh, you know, special by the fact that that uh, Tom had recently passed away, and and that uh, Matthias had finished the album with the blessings from Tom's family. So oh, yeah. it was a very interesting interview, and we went deep into. You know, the guy has done everything from the revival of uh, prog seventies style prog in the nineties to like commercial success with his indie rock band. Pine Forest Crunch later in the 90s to, you know, alternative music and soundscapes and his special project with Moles is like Molesome. And there's just no end to the genius of Matthias Olsson. So to, to, to his crea creativity. Um, exactly. Just so, a little disclaimer here. I think Cathedral is not the, the, the British doom metal band, right? <laughs> you, are, you are very much right. You know, we're talking about... Uh, American band Cathedral that released uh, Stained Glass Horizons in 1976, I believe, which is sort of a hidden gem of American prog. And, you know, Tom, who was the main sort of songwriter and one of the main performers in the band, got in touch with 
with uh, Matthias. And also, I think when you listen to that uh, early Cathedral album, you sort of discover a little bit of where uh, uh, Angela Gord got some of their inspirations, like that spooky Mellotron and everything. So, so it was a very interesting interview, and I highly enjoyed talking to Matthias. What about you? What 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 was what's next? Next up, we we have uh, well, it was the 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 following episode after episode thirty three with uh, with Alex Pilkovich, uh, episode thirty four. I had the all three guys of Ashbreather um, calling from yeah. their band house, what I now in my mind only call the Prague Couch. <laughs> Um, so that was McKay, uh, Charles, and, um, of course my buddy Colin, um, with whom I've, I've been working a lot this year as he, uh, without his uh, work, uh, I wouldn't have been able to, um, maintain the output of, uh, both the releases of the week lists and also the Monday was hot playlists. Um, yeah. so Yeah. It was great to to a little bit get to know his band buddies a little bit more, and also was uh, really cool to to talk about their new EP uh, out my eye, which is a really cool thing. And then they they've done a big step up from their self titled debut album last year. So I was really happy to talk to them, and it was just a very very cool talk. And uh, and, and I sure hope I can visit them someday in their band uh, yeah. house in Montreal in Canada. <laughs> or or that they will get the chance to come over to Europe both, to perform yeah. for us. That would be very both, fun to both absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, for my third and final highlight, well, I feel like I could go on all night with this, but because every episode had something special. But when you have to choose, you have to choose. And for my third one, I picked my interview with Toby Driver of Kodot. Modeling of the Well, uh, Blood Mist, Alora Crucible, like Matthias Olson, a very, um, you know, prolific musician that does so many things in so many different genres. Of course, we especially talked about the new um, K.O. Dot album, um, which, of course, is one of my favorite albums of the year that we'll come back to later. And the, the fact that the guy uh, sort of returned a little bit to the origins of his sound with the reimagining of, of the sound of uh, Modeling of the Well, uh, rediscovery of the European metal scene uh, by him actually touring over here as, uh, as a bassist for Mürkur, which I wasn't aware of. Uh, wow. <laughs> how we got that game, you know? Yeah, he, he was asked to become a touring musician and that was a big part of him sort of rediscovering the European metal scene and he said you know it's very vibrant it's still going on and it inspired him to do to take Kayodot in yet another new direction so yeah and also of course like in all of my interviews we sometimes go to the darker side of of life and he talked a little bit about how you know the cancelled Kayodot tour in early 2020 and how he sort of lost a bit of hope and and yeah the 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 problems that so many musicians have talked about considering covid and this pandemic that we are still uh you know a part of part of our daily lives uh to the to this day so yeah 
Toby Driver, KO Dot, Maudlin or the Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I have to say a, a quick word about uh, KO Dot and, and Maudlin of the Well. Because um, I, I, I heard so many things over the last year that they're like so revered, like like hugely revered underground legends. Um, but I, ha- but I have to admit that I've, I never really took the time to dive into uh, their discography. And now having d- discovered uh, Kayo Dot with the newest, um, let me see if I can remember it, Moss Grew over Plows and Swords alike? Oh, yeah, the Moss Grew on Swords and Plowshares alike. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. Uh, <laughs> Almost uh, got uh, it there. <laughs> anyway, it, 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 was a, it was a brilliant experience. The atmosphere is 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 really unique and breathtaking um so i'm definitely looking forward uh to another uh discography um, adventure <laughs> yeah i think that's that's you know whatever which way you go with his music and and his side projects as well you're gonna find uh, brilliance there so yeah <laughs> and then yeah. back to you for your final pick yeah, my final pick actually uh, that's uh, uh, gonna be new for you as well because you haven't heard the the episode either yet. Because th- as we record this episode, the oh. and ultimate episode is not out yet. Um, episode thirty six uh, with Rasmus Rivesbech from uh, Franklin Zoo from uh, um, yes. Denmark, uh, which was a very very special talk. Um, he was like the circumstances were a little bit adverse because he, uh, he was isolating with his two boys who, who have been taken ill to COVID, um, uh, in, in the little shed of the family, uh, which is just like 20 square meters somewhere far away from everything. So, um, he had to go outside and he just had like a light, um, like 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 a, like a like a, ca- a candle or something as a, as a light um uh and and of course the the audio was also a little bit tricky but i hope you guys uh 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 will have uh will understand uh what he's saying because it was a, an amazing talk um and um yeah about everything like like about grunge which is uh, for 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 anyone who knows me like a little bit, uh, you know, you, you will know that that, that I'm not a, the biggest grunge fan, but it was still amazing to talk about grunge with Rasmus and um, uh, about yeah, music in general. And uh, finally, what was like a really funny moment was when when I um, placed my last question. Uh, he was like. Uh, totally uh, uh, surprised how well I uh, I was putting my finger in the wound, so to speak, because I was asking him um, whether he would uh, um, categorize or put um, the sound of Franklin Zoo more into a rock or metal um, drawer. Mm so to speak. And he said, yeah, that's the thing for, for a lot of uh, booking agents uh, that they try to, to get onto and booked by the, the they're either too heavy or not heavy enough. <laughs> but yeah, their, their new album, the Dandelion Child is really amazing. I'm, I've been really enjoying this discovery. Um, um, 
as I said in the Rise and Shine mini review, it's definitely one of my uh, favorite discoveries of this year. And yeah. um, a great band, uh, and I hope they they will uh, find some some help within the industry uh, with the management and the booking agency soon. And then once once live uh, concerts are are a thing again, then they that they can go out there and and play their really cool music. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know that was also one of the bands you you picked for the that latest profiles episode which sort of introduced me to them and uh, I of course I listened to it and I thoroughly enjoyed it and I, I don't find it very strange that you guys talked about grunge because they do have this sort of <laughs> alternative grungy side of sort of side to them yeah. which is of course interesting because that's not what you hear most in prog at least so yeah absolutely so yeah. And, uh, you know, going from our favorite interview moments to our, you know, favorite, what should we call it? Not only independent, but like small up and coming or obscure bands that deserve to be listened to more is, yes. is probably. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that leads me straight into one of my picks because I have a band that also has uh I would say prog combined with alternative rock or indie rock, or I don't know how to put it, but it's this Australian band that I discovered towards the end of the year called Beautiful Bedlam. And uh, they released their album on May 1st. For me, I didn't really discover them until late in the year when I sort of played them on my radio show. And I have to say this, I don't know a lot about the band. I know they're Australian. I know they uh, hail from Melbourne, I believe. But outside of that, I only know, you know, the the sounds I've taken in from their fantastic debut album. And um, it's very varied. It's very, you know, uh, I would say untypical of a lot of modern prog. Um, has uh, quite a strong... Uh, indie or alternative uh, side to it i would say you know closer to something like carnival than dream theater to put it that way <laughs> um, at times i get strong fair to midland vibes from their music and it's also sometimes quite silly which i i sort of enjoy which is also an outlier for prog you know which yeah. has a tendency to take itself very seriously so <laughs> you Beautiful Bedlam from Australia with their self-titled debut album. That's my first pick for a band you may not have heard of, about, but you should listen to. Yeah, well, if they uh, from Melbourne, indeed, we should ask our friends of Acolyte. Maybe they know yeah. about them. Pro probably part of the same <laughs> scheme. That might, that, it might be a thing, yeah. What about you? What's yeah. your first pick for this, this category? I mean, all uh, Acolyte I also have put out an amazing album with Entropy this year, and we were very happy to feature them on the uh, on our Prog Space Online Festival. Uh, yes. But my first pick is also from Australia, and you might have not heard of, of them. I mean, uh, I'm talking to the listeners now. I'm yeah. uh, you, Rune, of course. You might have heard about them because I was already already raving uh, about their previous EP last year. But this year they have put out another EP, and the band I'm talking about is called Back B A K, and they are mm -hmm. very very unique. Uh, the, their new EP is called Crater, and. Um, well, their mix is so unique that I that I have that I wouldn't know 
any other band uh, that who would mix, uh, you know, really old school metal, like, like, you know, Sabotage or you, uh, these kind of guitars and pitched yeah. high screen vocals, um, uh, with, Uh, with Indian classical music like Conakol and 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 all these Indian influences, so it's very very unique. It's super groovy and uh, psychedelic, and uh, but it's it's decidedly metal, and it also has this uh, from the production side. It has a little bit of this old school metal feeling, which is very very rare nowadays. Of course, when Like, you know, everyone is using probably their um, uh, 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 neural DSP plugins to, to at home and they all sound the same or whatever. Uh, you know, this is very, very, very unique stuff. And uh, and I, I, I do think they, they really, really deserve uh, more attention. I have no idea if they've ever played live or if, if it's only a studio project. I remember, uh, I think this uh, third EP uh, overall, um, And uh, I discovered them with their second last year. And uh, back then it was like all very, very mysterious. And the and the band bio was very, very funny, made up stuff uh, about an entity, called, uh, a godlike entity and everything. And they had, they also had very, very cool music videos uh, that looked like, you know, um, uh, video games. Uh, hmm. like CGI um, animated video games. And, and it was like very, very obscure and rare, but very, very cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I haven't listened to the new album, you know, uh, but I remember you pushing last year for the, the, the original release. And I have to say it's refreshingly unique is a, I think it's a way to put it. So, so it's, that's a good, that's a good pick. You know, I'm, 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 I'm going to go to something as well. That's a bit outside of the box, namely Canadian folk chamber folk trio Muskox. Yeah. Which released, I do believe it's a third full length album called Inheritance in July uh, of this year. And of course, I was lucky enough to interview Nathaniel and Raphael. You know, Raphael, of course, known from his work, cello work with Lepros and so many other artists. But this project of theirs is like, um, what can I say? It's dark, melancholic uh, chamber folk with a lot of progressive tendencies. You know, there are very long tracks. It's very, you know, cinematic. Uh, you know the the acoustic guitar, the violin, the cello, which just they build layers upon layers and fantastic melodies, fantastic songwriting. Uh, in general, just a fantastic album that I've been listening much more to than I even realized. In a way, you know, <laughs> that's the kind of music that you put on when you sort of need something to you calm you down or to you know put you in a nice mood and the album is just just absolutely fantastic so so muskox with inheritance that's my second pick and i believe that's also a self-release from them yeah yeah a great great pick and uh um yeah being a cellist myself and 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 growing up with with chamber music as well uh, of course i have a a special place in my heart for that. Uh, that reminded me of another EP that I'd, I'd 
didn't hear anything uh, anywhere talked about in Prague circles. Uh, but of course, the artist is uh, more in post-metal or post-rock circles known. A.A. A. Williams put out a heartbreakingly brilliant EP with uh, with uh, um, arrangements with string arrangements from some of the from from some of her songs, and and that is just beautiful. Like uh, yeah, the the title of the EP is Arco, which is Latin for stringed uh, or or bowed, actually bowed. Yeah. <laughs> Very fit. <laughs> um I'm I'm going to go back to my uh my classical roots later for the third for my third pick but my second pick I wanted to go a little bit you know on the on the globe when you're in Australia you go straight up uh to the uh, no, like probably not <laughs> straight straight but um more or less uh in the in that vague direction on the, and on the other side of the world somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah you might you might end up uh in in korea and uh there's a like a very very talented musician um now what's his name ri dongju i believe and his um oh no dong dongju lee sorry and his uh, here here i wrote it down and uh his uh artist name or the name of the project where he puts out music is called lion's den mm. and um we received a promo mail from him or his management um it, back in may uh for for a new 15 minute 15 minute single release called ekayana 2 um so because we don't really uh you know review singles um i but I was really, really intrigued by his amazing playing and really cool style. I went back and saw that he had already put out a an EP called Ikayana One back out back in February, also self-released. And uh it was just it was it was kind of a of a of an unexpected revelation for me because uh yeah, there is this um modern fusion guitar vibe there for sure but there's also the classical influences there's a lot of electronic influences as well and and some folk influences as well so it's it's a very 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 eclectic and diverse affair mm, a lot of jazz fusion at the base maybe but um but but yeah going in all all kinds of direction and that at the very end of uh of the ekayana one ep the last track is even uh, an arrangement of a Bach piece and it, uh, funnily enough, one of my favorite Bach pieces like Johann Sebastian Bach I'm talking about. So um, he, there, there we, we, we also have the classical influence again, but uh, that's not the main thing of Lion's Den. That's more the fusion and electronic style maybe, um, which is very, very interesting. And um, looking at uh, like his Spotify monthly listeners, I really, really do believe people need to hear that him. People need to check him out if uh, if they haven't heard of him, which is very likely. And uh, but people, uh, but everyone who who's enjoying uh, modern fusion guitar uh, stuff uh, like and eclectic um, prog, they definitely should check out this uh, stellar instrumental release 
from Lions Den. <laughs> sounds sounds like an album that I I need to re-listen to as well. You know, uh, and it's interesting, like you say, that it's a, a Korean artist or Korean band. You know, I feel like we cover a lot of European, American. There's quite a lot of Australian and also South American bands. But like when it's come to Asian bands or African bands, we don't hear so much. And it reminds me also about this uh, Vietnamese band, Haksan, that I discovered this year. You know, an amazing band that just came out of no- nowhere with their, you know, with their album. And so, you know. There might be lots of good stuff to discover from from these continents that we we haven't uh, you know really really looked into yet. Yeah. So who knows what 2022 will bring in that regard? You know, there might be new fantastic musicians that we are uh, exposed to. Well, um, gonna move on to my third and final pick for you know the the independent or, or smaller up and coming bands, and it's my. Longtime favorites of uh, Head with Wings, this uh, American band, uh, you know, released their, their fantastic debut album from uh, from Worry to Shame a few years ago, and now they are back with an EP called Comfort in Illusion, which was also released in the middle of July somewhere, uh, if I remember correctly, and um, the band is, you know, is one of those bands that still I don't think they're in prog archives because apparently they fall between all the chairs if that's a that's a saying that you can put but in my regard just their approach to music just the way they you know put together their 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 output it's just clear to me that this is a band that is progressive or at least uh you know uh belongs in the on the record players of fans of progressive music and um yeah and i absolutely loved the ep um uh, duncan one of our writers at the prog space wrote a fantastic review of it as well and he touched upon something which is important that the ep also you know has um three reimagined versions of the songs by vikram shankar the keyboardists uh, very talented keyboardist with with uh, you know several of his uh, projects uh, you know once again a musician that does so so many things and and these together with the instrumental um, versions of the tracks as well it's almost like a full album package and uh, yeah so if you haven't checked out head with wings and, and this release I have to say you go and listen to it because it's a melancholic masterpiece yeah beautiful, beautiful vocal harmonies um I, i'll i'll i'm definitely looking forward uh to listening again to to it because it's been a while um but yeah, but and, I, and, and, one, and once again someone i was lucky enough to interview josh from from uh headwood beans for the prog talks which was also a lovely talk so If you are enjoying this interview, please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews, articles, pictures and interviews all about progressive music. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. theprogspace.com Here, Dario's third pick. My third and final pick. Well, we had an EP from Australia. We had an EP together with a single from 
uh, Korea. And uh, now from Korea, we're going like halfway in our direction. And we land in Siberia for, for some reason uh, uh, with a fantastic album called um, The Maze Within from the project that is Pleximants. It's, it's uh, the progressive metal project of a classical guitarist, Evgen Zibelin. Um, uh, and uh, that debut album was self-released back in April. And I also had uh, the chance to talk to him uh, back then on the prog cast still. And uh, Evgen is an amazingly talented classical guitarist. He plays with the local symphony orchestra there, if, uh, if I remember correctly. And But he loves progressive metal just as much. And uh, so he put together this project. And the first uh, encounter I had with it, maybe, maybe he sent us a Probably he sent us a promo email for his uh, first single, uh, which featured uh, the very well-known session bass player, Anton Davidians, with this crazy bass solo as well and stuff. So, of course, that piqued my interest. And uh, the amazing thing about The Maze Within is that, um, well, one of my pet peeves, if you say it like that, is that... uh, as I said before, like um, with my classical background, um, a lot of times when classical music or orchestral music is incorporated in a rock or metal context, I find it to be extremely dull and uh, boring and full of cliches and um, or kitsch. And um, so yeah. whenever it's done well and progressive and uh, and exciting and interesting then i'm uh like like my my excitement is peaked uh so that was definitely the case with pleximens uh because uh Yevgen, he incorporates his classical guitar playing on the classical guitar as well as well as of course uh some flamenco influences because i guess if you learn the the classical guitar uh really really right you will also learn how to do the flamenco stuff um and 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 there's the fusion uh and jazz influences as well there's um and as for every great prog album there's recurring motives and themes and um so the the multi multi part um core song of the album is with the singer um and uh, there's a couple of instrumental tracks uh, at the beginning and the end. I do tend a little bit more towards the instrumental tracks, but that's not to say that the singer is bad or anything. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely uh, an, a release that that deserves more attention as well um, from from classic prog metal aficionados. Um, uh, all the way until uh, to to people who who enjoy technical um, technical guitar music because it's just like the yeah. chops are also insanely off the charts. <laughs> yeah, that's an album I did listen to, and I agree with you. That's a a great pick and a, a great album. Yeah. So, of course, there were more well-known artists and bands that released albums this year as well. And we decided to mention a couple of them each, right? 
So, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead with both of mine, really, because the first one we already sort of mentioned. So uh, I will mention it in passing. Of course, Kyodot, Moskru on Swords and Plosures alike, you know, uh, fantastic album with more of a going back to a metal heritage of the band, even incorporating, you know, the early his early bandmates in Modeling of the Well on this album. And so that's very high on my list when it comes to my favorite releases of uh, the year. And that's uh, released by Prophecy Production. I believe that's that's his, uh, I think that's his first album on the, on the label, uh, which also tied into his sort of reconnecting with the European metal scene. The German label, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that has a, a hell of a lot of great bands and artists. Yeah, they 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 are mostly in into more of the darker folk and black metal thingies. Yeah. Uh, like like that's that's kind of their main audience. Um, but yeah, great artists on that on that yeah. label. They also have a, quite a few, like uh, I would say, like type black case and avant garde artists in these yeah. more you know, weird, weirder gothic scene. And yeah. so it's, it's a good label and, and I'm glad he uh, is releasing on, on that label. Yeah. I think, I think Green Carnation used to be on there as well. And Dark Suns yeah. at one point as well. Disillusion right, yeah. and uh, yeah. Really great, of, great, great underground label for, for darker exactly. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And for my uh, next uh uh, pick we're gonna move to a label across the border in France, namely Season of Mist. And of course, one of my favorite bands ever, uh, Cynic, released their album Ascension Codes, I believe it was called uh, in the, at the end of November now. Uh, and uh, you know, so much can be said about uh, Cynic and uh, this album for someone like me who has been a, a fan since before uh their first album focus uh i have to say that it's it's strange you know since the passing of the two sean's you know uh sean masvidal uh, no uh sean reinert and and uh yes sean malone uh both sadly passing away yeah and it was and it was i think it was sort of um what can I say? A strange thing for a lot of fans to see Paul Masvidal come back with a new album. And I think he made it just as similar, but still dissimilar to the earlier uh, Cynic stuff that, you, you know, you can enjoy it without necessarily thinking, you know, and comparing it to the output of the two Sean's on earlier. And I think that's some of the brilliance of the album, you know, replacing the bass with a, uh, you know, bass pedals and synths and stuff like that. And, and the, the, the album is just, you know, an atmospheric masterpiece. And the more I listen to it, the more it grows on me. And, you know, I don't know if this will be the swan song for Cynic uh, or if anything more will happen. But if it is, then it is a fantastic note to go out on. So, you know, I hope to be able to see Paul perform this music live. And and I know I will see him do more music in some shape or form. But as for Cynic, this is, uh, yeah, this was a, a fantastic uh, uh, album and uh, very worthy, you know, 
follow-up and a lovely memory, you know, tribute to the yeah. to the two musicians who passed away. So yes, that's my two that's my two picks for you know the more well-known bands, Ko Dot uh, on one hand, Cynic on the other. Yeah. What about you, Dario? What are your you know? I I thought I thought you had uh, didn't you have three as well here? Yeah, um, <laughs> I have a third. I have a third one. Uh, but sure, you you do. I I, I can mention the third one quickly because yeah, of course the, the third one is is the Russian band Kawan, which is of course on you know like the periphery of prog again. But I would say that there is more than enough, you know, experimentation and advent during their music to call them progressive and they released yes. their album ice fleet in uh, on the 9th of april on artifact records and once again a fantastic album choke full of emotion uh melancholy uh atmosphere and it came with a little role-playing game book where you can sort of get into the um, the story uh, that the album uh, takes up. So it's like that's not yeah. something you see every day, and it's a very cool concept. Yeah, yeah. Look at looking at the, your three picks here. Um, I think one thing is clear that it's like all three of them are very, very uh, atmospheric. Like. Um, yeah. I, I've listened to all of them and I, and I agree with you on all of them. There's like this fantastic atmospheric um, stuff, of course, far away from any uh, uh, noodling. <laughs> yeah, any- I enjoy my, I enjoy some noodling, but this year wasn't the year for that for me. So yeah, so more atmospheric for 2021 was yeah g- going on with atmospheric of course uh your your favorite non-favorite norwegians i i i it's 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 not possible for me to not mention leprous even though that even though i i haven't listened to Ephelion in a while um when it came out it it did uh strike a nerve and it, it reached deep into my heart um as did the previous records as did pitfalls and it was a uh, um both a continuation and also um experimentation that went hand in hand um and uh, they they are um they are getting all the success they deserve right now i i feel and and it's so sad to see that that they had to uh like um yeah their their huge european tour um condensed to like five or ten gigs i don't know that was supposed to be a month um but at least they they managed to do some gigs and from what i've seen um well, those are not affiliate gigs. Those are specifically uh, anniversary uh, gigs with with a with a best offset, which is uh, differently special. Um, but from what I've seen, the, the 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 concerts have been fantastic, and they've been sold out, and they've played the biggest venues they've ever played in their career, uh, which is making me very very happy. And um, I will um, have to go back to list to to Aphelion again now towards the end of the year uh, when uh, forming my final opinions about uh, some rankings. Um, and uh, now that I say it like this, it sounds like it's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, but it's um, it's uh, it's stuff that 
um, I can relate to so much and that it, it can be uh, hard to listen to sometimes uh, because of the emotional connection that I feel to the music yeah. and the lyrics and everything. Uh, maybe that's that's uh, the way to put it. Um, and um, like when when you Rune came up uh, with like uh, you want you want to also maybe mention two or three um, a little bit bigger bands. I, yeah. I I I was looking through through my long lists and uh almost had trouble finding uh uh bands uh that would fit that description um as opposed to um like determining my three picks for underground uh um bands it was it was nearly yeah, impossible it was, for me to decide it was very hard yeah yeah in the, in the end i i i i almost only went by um like who has the least spotify monthly listeners <laughs> there, there there were like 10 or like more than 10 other releases um in that are that would have uh, deserved a mention yeah, in my opinion yeah. um yeah. but um yeah i think a band you can agree uh, uh with as well who also deserve more attention, but they're still, they're already on a major metal label. Uh, that would yeah. be Fractal Universe with the Impassable Horizon um, that came out back in June on Metal Blade Records. Um, Absolutely. What a fantastic band. They're so unique in their progressive death metal approach. I think um, uh, it didn't quite uh surpass the previous album for me but it's definitely up there and i can't wait to see them live again um the first and one time um so far that i've seen them live was opening for obscura um yeah. it, at the at the very end of that huge tour uh, when obscura had their homecoming so to speak in landshut north of munich Uh, in a relatively small club, uh, which was totally packed. And I, I had the chance to talk to the guys in the tour bus before for the broadcast as well, uh, which was nice and uh, getting to know them. But they are such a terrific band. They're so amazing. And um, yeah, I think they, 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 they should be way bigger, <laughs> even though yeah, they, are, they, are, they already uh, have been picked up by, by a proper label. Yeah um they 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 deserve more uh more widespread attention in the progressive and also death metal genre in the more extreme uh metal uh circles <laughs> totally uh, totally agree with you there and and also like you say the the so such nice guys as well you know we also had the 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 luck of having Vince from Fractal Universe on the Prog Talks, just like you had him on the Progcast. And yes. so that's that's someone that, you know, another interview that was very enjoyable to do. And, you know, so no objections. It's a fantastic <laughs> album and uh, deserves to be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, let's get to some proper Prog new noodling. But this is very, very... <laughs> we'll go back to Australia now for to, to kind of uh maybe make the uh to, to, i don't know make the, the circle, circle hole <laughs> yeah something like that yeah. um and this band is have put out their 
debut album, but they have immense success already, and rightfully so. It's the Omnific with Escapades. Um, yeah. Out oh, on, yeah. on Wild Thing Records uh, at the beginning of October, um, and I mean it is some proper noodling, but it is uh, it is a, a band with two bass players and yeah. a drummer for fuck's sake. So this is uh, just so much fun. Um, I mean, there, there's been other noodly um, releases that I've enjoyed this year, uh, including the new. Um, um liquid tension experiment uh even um but uh they 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 are um not doing anything new the omnific are <laughs> yeah and, and like you mentioned you know my my tolerance for noodling has been lower this year but uh, the omnific is one of those bands where i thoroughly enjoyed the album, their previous EPs, and and I think it's because they write such strong melodies that, you know, it really, it's not all about uh, the technical display of skills or whatever. It's such strong, strong melodies. So, yeah, another fantastic uh, pick there that I could have picked as well when I think about it. But, you know, that's how it is. <laughs> Goes, yeah. yeah, wonderful. Um, before we move on to the expectation, I have a little thing that I already uh, announced to you uh, previously, Rune, and you said hmm, you can't you can't really think about anything right now. But I but I just I don't know. I had just had like a little little side story here. I just had my sister over for the weekend visiting. We haven't seen each other in a long time, and I was uh, showing her a couple of st- uh, a couple of uh, videos. Um, and uh, my sister is like almost exclusively uh, into classical music, um, uh, but there was there, there's the occasional prog stuff, of course, that she can digest as well and yeah. um, enjoy. Um, and uh, tying in with your uh, emotional or atmospherically emotional uh, records that you picked, Rune. Um, there, there has been a couple of songs or moments even uh, this year that um, were so out of this world for me that I just, I just really want to give them a shout out. And they're, they, they, they are all a little bit similar. They're similar in that they are kind of in the, in the post rock or post metal realm. And most of them also feature some organ sounds. So the first one would be from France, uh, Bruit, uh, with yeah. the, the machine is burning. That video is one of the like, and uh, the, like that whole build up is just one of the most amazing musical moments of the year. Um, and uh, they are so they have been picked up by Pelagic in the meantime, by Pelagic yeah. Records, and so, dis- so deservedly. Uh, so uh, it's it's I just um, this um, is one of the two um, music videos I would also recommend you to watch this year, even if you don't watch watch music videos. Watch this one um, as well as the other one, Earthside. <laughs> all we knew and ever loved. There's yeah. more don't, don't. church, <laughs> more church organ going on there, but it doesn't get any more epic this year. Uh, <laughs> and and Earth Earthside has provided me with uh, with this one song even twice uh, uh, with with a jaw dropping discovery moment. Not only with their amazing animated video, 
uh, but later they also put out the double drum um playthrough with a special mix yeah. uh where ben the the, the drummer of earthside duels or battles with bard Colstad from Leprous, and that yeah. was that was equally jaw-dropping as the original thing um uh the the final two one one was like very very early in the year or it seems like very um far away now um when i was really really enjoying the the debut album from british uh heavy fusion trio voronoi and they are playing like a gent gent without guitars and the last yeah. song on the album um home could be light years away has like a similar um it a similar effect on me uh, as the machine is burning and all we knew and never loved um so i i have to mention that as well and finally um really finally now um the last concert i was able to see this year uh was uh, an organ concert from anna from housewolf from sweden yes and um that was just pure magic it, it could uh, it, it is like a cacophony it's like just sound uh, and it's so loud and it's so many layers and she's like three or four 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 sound engineers working the 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 effects and loop stuff and 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 you have the surround sound and um so tying in with the organ stuff on Bree and Earthside, um, this was a pure yeah. organ moment, but it was live and it was just exactly out of this world. So well, there you have it. Some some out of this world experiences I had with music, some favorite musical moments of the year. That's um, that's you know I I I don't really you know watch music videos. So um, when you sort of spoke about this, I was like, I don't really have anything to add to that. But, you know, I'm just going to say, don't be like me. Watch music videos <laughs> because there are good stuff going on there. And it's it's, it's a lot of, you know, uh, interesting thing that that adds to the music, you know. So, so yeah. But if I'm going to mention one quick moment that came to mind just now is like the first post-COVID show I got to see with the French lunatics of 633 promoting their new album and, you know, having the band, I've, I've seen them before once at Prog Power, back then they were wearing masks and they were, they had their, the drummer was a drum machine and, you know, it was a very cool experience then, but now a live drummer, no masks, because I think, you know, the vocalists Rorschach said it so well, fuck masks, we're tired of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, for at least on stage, you know, I think they are more than willing to wear masks uh, for health reasons. But you know, this whole thing uh, was, yeah, a very enjoyable show. Uh, increased enjoyment even more by being the first show I got to see in well over a year. So yeah, that was a, a nice moment. Wonderful. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
We also and had yeah, we, Rorschach on the uh, on the Proc Talks. <laughs> yes, we also did. You interviewed him. Uh, Laurent Charlet, yes. Yes, yeah. Then, you know, I guess we're drawing towards the end here, but I think we're quickly going to mention a couple things that we are looking forward to next year. Um, had a bit of a problem finding things. You know, I have to say I haven't been paying so much attention to what's coming out, uh, you know, over New Year's. But, you know, Voivod is releasing a new album for someone who is an old trash and extreme metal fan. Those Canadians never do anything wrong. So this is going to be interesting. Of course, also, I interviewed uh, Jason Tipton of A Dying Planet on the prog uh, talks earlier. And he uh, mentioned to me that there will be a new Zero Hour album coming sometime in 2022, hopefully, which, of course, is something I'm looking very much forward to. He, I also believe he said that if you're a fan of the Tovers of Avarice, which is probably my favorite album, you should really look forward to this new uh, album of theirs. Yes. And then, yeah. <laughs> And then finally, I want to go back to some of my fellow Norwegians. You know, one of my favorite albums released on Apollon Records uh, recently was Laughingstock with their Zero Acts 1 and 2. And 2022 will bring us Acts Mm -hmm. 3 and 4. Once again, uh, three lovely guys that I had on the Prog Talks, and I can't wait to have them back again once Act 3 and 4 release to hear them detail the full story of Zero. So that's sort of a few of the things that I'm hoping to be able to enjoy in 2022. Yeah, as as always, you you managed to... um be very concise and precise with with your picks um i mean i i sent you the list uh, before uh right um my yeah, my yeah. list that and and uh i i i realize i don't have zero hour on here which is a no which is like uh unbelievable so i just had to add them quickly um and there's just um like january february march look pretty stacked already uh, i have to say yeah. uh starting on with the uh, starting with in Gen- on january 7th already with the new wilderune or wild run album epigon and um there's uh gonna be uh i'm just uh quickly looking and uh filtering some some particularly interesting stuff out uh let's go to march of course there's going to be bigger bands like flower kings or marillion or yeah. animals as leaders putting uh albums out a cult of luna amorphous um star one a legion is all coming in february um persephone of course also in february yeah. um Tull and big big train in january oh, yeah. um uh, a couple of more uh, um, small releases, but uh, they deserve as much as attention. Uh, would be Reflamox from Flamox on February second. That's uh, the mm-hmm. other band from Max Mowbray. Um, You might know them from uh, uh, the fantastic Others oh. by No One. Yeah, also um, interviewed by us. Yeah. Yes, and uh, then we have. Uh, 
in March, Carcius from Canada, which is kind of the prog rock project from Heaven's Cry bass player Sylvain Auclair. Uh, but the new single for this album, Gray, White, Silver, Yellow and Gold, um, that's the album name. But the first single that they released is pretty heavy. It's still not metal, but it sounded pretty heavy to me. And um, so I'm really looking forward to the new Carcius album. Uh, Prehistoric Animals, the Magic Mystery, Magical Mystery Machine, Chapter 2 is coming on March 25th. Uh, I think all of us here at the Prog Space are looking forward to that very, very Absolutely. much. Um, and um, I I had the chance to listen to the new Playgrounded album already, The Death of yeah, Death, mentioned. coming in March. Uh, Greek band, mostly based in Amsterdam, in uh, Holland now, in the Netherlands. Uh, amazing album also from Soledad, the second album from France, 13 coming in March. I also had the opportunity to, to hear that already. Um, there's a lot of bands that we know that are in the studio that have uh, said that there's uh, new stuff coming out. Um, new albums. Yeah. Like, like I have here a Norwegian trio from Rendezvous Point, Archetype and Marathon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of uh, like, like, top-notch up-and-coming bands um, a lot of people is going to be happy about those three <laughs> bands releasing new music yeah you already mentioned head with wings i think they have also a lot of things cooking yeah um, i think that's uh that's true um another talent from down under rohan sharma amazing keyboard player will have a new ep out uh, early in the year um, there's going to be more big bands that have already announced that they're or either in the studio or working on the new album in other uh, ways like Threshold, Pain of Salvation, Tesseract, Nay Oblivious Carus, and Voyager. Um, yeah. I just uh, already said that uh, Earthside was one of my favorite moments this year. Let's hope the album will be ready next year. Um, yeah. And... Um, yeah, we had one of our fa one of our headliners uh, on the Prog Space Online Festival, Turbulence, uh, was from Lebanon, and there's another amazing prog band, prog metal band from Lebanon called Ostura, and uh, they are just running the crowdfunding for their uh, upcoming next album until January fourth. Uh, the crowdfunding is going, so and go check out Ostura. They're amazing and uh, they need our help. They need your help. They need the help of the fans too, because it's not easy to make an album under um, less fortunate circumstances. Um, yeah. Like we here, at, I would say in our Western, um, um, yeah, warm houses. So, yeah. Sort of, sort of bubble. <laughs> Or sort yeah. of bubble of yeah, uh, prosperity and wealth. You know, there are lots of things we don't think about that become challenges. So uh, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I keep looking at the list and I, there's keep, keep keep popping up things that I wanted to say. Uh, the gathering from 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 the Netherlands. Uh, I, the the new single sounds absolutely stellar. Very very electronic. And and but but very moody and um, emotional. Uh, Flesh Vessel is an amazing mm -hmm. avant-garde yeah. death metal band uh, who are going to be back with a new album, Yearning Promethean Fate, sealed on iVoid Hanger Records. Um, Oddland from Finland has been one of yeah. my favorites for years. They are preparing to release their third album, Vermilion. 
And um, yeah, finally, my friends in Soul Splitter from Germany, their second album, Connection, is also hopefully uh, is, is ready to be released. And by the time you listen to this episode, the first single will be out already because the single will be out on, on December 17th. And uh, this episode is going to drop on December 22nd. Hmm. Now, <laughs> that was a kind of a quick run through uh, most of the um, releases, uh, projected releases for 2022 that I have. Um, what we know so far, yeah. What yeah. we know so far that I have there on, on my list. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's been a yeah. crazy year for music. Um, it's been a um, hard year in some aspects as well. We don't know what the next year will bring in those aspects, but I'm pretty sure that it will bring more amazing music, right? Yeah, I think we can conclude that uh, 2021 was a fantastic year for new music being released at least even if you know a lot of bands didn't manage to get out there and tour i'm sure 2022 will be just as amazing when it comes to new releases and let's hope it also going to be fantastic when it comes to bands getting out there touring and playing live shows also you know i'm gonna let you wrap this up dario at the end here but i just wanted to mention quickly you know um for several reasons i haven't been able to do so many interviews uh, recently but you have been fantastic at picking up that slack of mine and done so many great things and i'm looking forward to doing more interviews and doing more stuff with you in 2022 Oh, thank you so much, Rune. Um, yeah, likewise, um, it's uh, always a pleasure working with you, um, either in front of the camera or behind it, um, preparing some of the stuff um, or discussing which which one who whom we should invite <laughs> exactly. and all that all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, been a wild ride this year. Um, usually at the end of our interviews, we always say, we always invite you guys to follow them on their social media and uh, buy their stuff on Bandcamp or directly from, from them if possible. Um, of course, today we have talked about so many artists, um, but still we want to encourage you to keep... Um, supporting your favorite bands and um that's that's um that's what also keeps the music and the scene alive um i don't think i have any yeah. more to say now um uh, apart from can, apart from thank I think I yeah, yeah i think i want to mention that quickly you know since we're not plugging anyone else let's plug ourselves a little bit yes you know, we have, uh, we have, as mentioned at the beginning, or buy us a coffee link. If you enjoy the prog space, we also have a shop where you can get some t-shirts, mugs, other stuff, you know, um, uh, shirts from our previous festivals, that online festivals that we have been arranging. So, you know, if you enjoy the work we're doing and, you know, you want to give us a little boost, then head over there and have a look. Absolutely. You will find all the links in the description as always. And um, yeah, tying in with that, um, we want to thank you for your support and for your, uh, for, for, for your um, 
faith in us and 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 for for sticking with us for following us for encouraging us to keep going with this passion project um and um yeah we hope you'll uh stay with us in uh, the next year um there, i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of amazing things to come uh we don't know yet as well we we will um discuss that over the turn of the years if you say it like that um but there's gonna be uh more the proc space uh definitely next year um yeah for now if there is something new happening in the prog world we'll we'll be there for you that's that's for sure yes yes that's that's also uh a, a, a fun part of it just um you know spreading the word and um that actually brings me to our final words as uh rune has coined the term so once again thank you for listening thank you for your interest um thank you for your support um happy holidays merry christmas uh, god yule seasons greetings yes feliz navidad have a great time and uh See you next year in 2022. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and keep spreading that prog love. Prog love, yes. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space.